Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode on the Ready Set Mind podcast with me, Kieran Farkas. So for today's episode I invite Luna onto the podcast and Luna has a background in mindset coaching and psychology and really provides um, some interesting perspectives on mindset and how it can link to spirituality and um different phases in your life and how they affect you and how you can utilize that to help you move forward and sort of looking into the future and how you can use that to your advantage and live in the present so it's a really fascinating conversation really interesting and insightful and again Luna provides so much value so this will be a great listen so the second episode in the series um, the fourth series now, I can't believe it already, um, of the Ready, Set, Mind podcast is coming up shortly. Enjoy another episode on the Ready, Set, Mind podcast. Hi Luna, are you okay? Hey, yes, good. Brilliant. Okay, so... Again, welcome to the Ready, Set, Mind podcast and um, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I know you've got loads on, um, with obviously your own coaching and um, your own full-time job, which I won't obviously go too much into because I'll I'll let you do that. So, um, yeah, just a massive thank you, really. And um, if you could just start by introducing yourself and who you are and what you do, please. Yeah, so um, I'm Luna. Um, I... I'm a transformation coach um, and I qualified at the Animas Centre for Coaching in London um, in, when did I qualify? 2021. Um, I've been doing that since I started training in 2020 and it's, you know, it's something that I really enjoy doing. I love helping people and um, I work mostly on mental health self-love and confidence um i'm also qualified um in biology and psychology so i have a degree in human biology and i have uh, a level in psychology and i also have a level two qualification in children and young people's mental health you can just come and take over the podcast then (laughs) wow that's uh that's incredible amount of uh, education you've got and in the background, obviously, certainly what um what you spoke to me about earlier, obviously some of it um didn't expect there as well. So even more added on to what we to what we spoke about originally. But that's absolutely amazing. Um, your background. So yeah. Um, and again, this is why um I invite people like yourself on here, Luna, um, to hopefully provide value for people and um support people as much as possible, um, with their mental health, with their mindset. And uh, how they can basically, like I said, transform themselves really and, and move their lives forward as as much as possible in the happiest way possible, really. So, um, thank you for that introduction. I don't, I don't think uh, I need any more, really. Um, so, first question for you: What is mindset? Um, so, mindset for me is your perception of the world and yourself in the world and how you fit in and behave with it um but it's all your thoughts around everything and what you think about it yeah so um in terms of in terms of how sort of you see that and so it's your thoughts around it and what you're saying um what sort of thoughts are you talking about there is it is it is in general or is any specific thoughts um or anything around there so it could be thoughts about yourself um and it could be thoughts about um activities or or parts of your life um so for example you can have a mindset about your health um the mindset could be that you are happy enough where you are and you will stay there so that's fine it could be that you are not happy where you are and you want to drive forwards and make improvements or it could be um a mindset of self-sabotage um where you do things that you know are not good for you but you still do them anyway um so that would be kind of examples of mindset around your health 
Yeah, I love that. And um, when you say self sabotage, sorry, self sabotage, <laughs> um, that one interests me quite a lot because I feel like a lot of people do this, and I feel like a lot of people are unaware of this. So, how many times would you say you've seen this? Obviously, given your line of work or what you do, um, how, how many times? Yeah, how many times would you say you've seen it overall, and does it vary? depending on person yeah it definitely varies depending on the person um you get some people that will self-sabotage with every aspect of their life and then you'll get some people that just self-sabotage in smaller more subtle ways um like perfectionism is a very common self-sabotage because it it leads to procrastination and it leads to not being able to do things or not being able to finish things because you want it to be perfect but at the same time, it might look like you're driving forwards or it might look like you're you're making headway. But at the same time, you're you're going to delay your progress by wanting to be perfect. So that is a, a common form of self-sabotage that people don't always realize they're doing. Um, or you get things like um, you've got different attachment styles within relationships and self-sabotage could be if someone is avoidant and they push people away even if they like them like that's another form of self-sabotage with health and nutrition if you eat something that you know is bad for you and that is not gonna help you get towards your goal that's a form of self-sabotage as well like a very common one so it depends on the person um if someone wants to like binge eat or something and they know that it's bad for them, that's like an extreme version. But something much smaller could be just eating a chocolate bar when you're supposed to be watching your calories and your macros and things like that. Yeah, and it's interesting when um, the amount of conversations I have around obviously the health, I do mindset, and like I said, I'm knowing the sort of qualification level of yourself, but um, and I don't always pretend I don't like pretend to be an expert in this, but. I see it so clearly in people sometimes where um, they feel like sometimes you are, you know, you are what you eat. I've, I strongly believe that a lot of the time, you know, I don't know whether you would agree or disagree with that, but mm-hmm. um, it, a big part of someone's um, life is what, is what they're eating and what they're fueling their body with. And um, I think I think for me, the more positively you fuel your body in terms of um, giving it the right nutrients, giving it the right um, balance of food, of again like um, proteins and carbohydrates and fats, getting across um, um, obviously in, into your system and uh, supporting you as much as possible. And I I feel that links very heavily um, to the mindset as well. Would you say these two are very heavily linked? Yeah, absolutely. Um, something that um, I haven't told you yet, so I'll tell you now. <laughs> I actually, I have fibromyalgia and okay. I basically cured myself through uh, diet and exercise and regular massages. Um, so the diet aspect has been a huge, huge thing in terms of, um, I don't know if you know what fibromyalgia is, but it's a collection of different symptoms. And one of them is IBS. Um, one of the main ones is muscular pain throughout your whole body, joint pain, headaches, uh, chronic fatigue, depression. Those are the the main ones. Um, but yeah, the IBS, when you eat the right foods for your body, when you fuel your body in the correct way, that um, just diminishes so much. Like, I had such massive improvements from swapping to um, a more nutritious and healthy diet. Um, and I can really see the difference when I eat something bad. It, it just flares up. Um, but then it's not just my gut, but also my energy levels. Um, so my chronic fatigue is better when I'm eating healthily and getting the right nutrition, vitamins um, and balancing it properly as well um and then as well like with exercise if you do want to lose weight grow muscle anything like that you want to have the right balance of protein as well a lot of people don't get enough protein and actually something I learned when I did uh, biology a level is that if you don't eat enough protein you will get fluid retention um because the protein molecules are larger and it actually causes the osmotic pull to be higher and draws all of the fluid out of your 
cells and back into the bloodstream to be like cycled through the body. So if you don't eat enough protein, you'll get fluid retention. Ah, okay. I'm sorry, like, I wasn't eating enough protein. I certainly gonna. I'm gonna do now, but um, unfortunately, <laughs> I do. But um, I'm pretty good with that. But um, but wow, that's that's interesting to know. And again, it, like I said, I don't know if I didn't know that. Um, that's a very interesting fact um, to sort of look into. And I know I need to look into it a lot more as well in terms of nutrition side of things. But um, I just do what works for me a lot of the time. But I think I think that's how a lot of people operate. But um, it's interesting to see the physiological side of things and how, how it does link with the mindset and how it helps with the body. And like I said, how it cured, um, how it helps to cure you. Um, and um, sort of like the... the illness disease uh, i'm trying to think of the right word um <laughs> that you had um so again that, that that's very interesting to sort of look into as well so again for any for any of you that are not sure just have have a look um and i'm sure luna will be um more than happy to answer any questions um but mm-hmm. again but um but yeah so moving on to the next question how how important is mindset it's the most important thing in life. <laughs> your attitude towards your life and your attitude towards your goals, yourself, your body, everything. I mean, mindset is you're a whole world. And something that people don't understand is that you paint your reality. So your internal thoughts and feelings paint your reality on the outside and that's might sound like a weird concept to anyone that hasn't come across this before but I could give an example um so like people that look in the mirror and they don't like what they see and they pick themselves apart they're going to be miserable they're going to tell themselves you don't look good you've got this wrong with you you've got that wrong with you you're too fat you're too skinny whatever it may be And then they're going to feel bad about themselves and they're painting this reality that they're not good enough, that there's something wrong with them and they're painting it from their thoughts. But if they were to look in the mirror and say, I love you, I love what I see, my body works and celebrating it, anything like this, they will then feel happier, they will love themselves and they can go through life feeling more empowered and so again they're painting their reality and the reality is that they accept themselves that there's nothing wrong with them that they're good enough and they'll take that energy into every aspect of their life so it's the most important thing is your mindset because it paints your entire life it just creates your entire life from the inside out that's brilliant and that's definitely uh going to be a quote that i'm going to use <laughs> at some <laughs> point um for sure definitely to uh probably promote the podcast but um that's that's fantastic and um that again i've i've heard of this um sort of i'm trying to think of the word now again um lost words today um theory <laughs> before um of sort of how like you said the concept of facing yourself in the mirror and sort of um speaking positive words to yourself um is a concept i've i've not yet sort of got into i mean I, everyone naturally i think looks looks at the body and how i think obviously a lot lot more people are checking the body now for obviously various reasons but i think like you said it can do no harm in speaking positive words about yourself and i think for me when I sometimes look and think, oh, I'm probably not where I should be at or, well, should be in air quotation marks anyway. Um, then I always look back and think how far I've come compared to where I was um, before I started learning more about nutrition, focusing on it, focusing on the mindset and um, and how how that can affect, how that can affect um your your mind moving forward and how you can push yourself as much as you can. So again, I think that's a big part of it. <coughs> Sorry. Um got um got a cold for those of you listening. Um mm-hmm. but um it's all it's all good. Um so yeah, we're cracking on with that. But so c- can you give any other examples then of when 
a strong mindset helps you yes um so I've actually changed as a person a lot over the last three years um I got more into personal development I started to work with a coach um and that's how I kind of got into coaching in the first place and I would say that in 2019 at the start of 2019 my mindset was I hate myself I'm not good enough nothing I do is good enough um my my locum of love was completely external um so I was a massive people pleaser and I had to do everything for everyone else to feel like I was worth something so you wanted that external validation then yeah massively needed (coughs) so having shifted my mindset over the past three years I am more confident in myself I love myself um I trust myself I didn't trust myself before and that left me open to manipulation which was got really bad at one point um and then I just I know I can achieve things now and I don't need external validation and so even like smaller things like to me my full-time job is um is not coaching but it's something else and to me that is kind of like a smaller part of my life it just even though it takes up the most time it's a smaller aspect of my life in my opinion but um because my people pleasing kind of went away um and I was able to have better boundaries people just started to respect me more in the workplace just automatically and when I first started to push back and have these boundaries people were very surprised but eventually they just accepted it and then ended up getting promoted to a manager when there wasn't even uh, there wasn't a manager position in the first place they created one and made me a manager because I respected myself and and it kind of just made everyone else respect me. Um, and then my mindset was like, people should listen to me because I actually have good ideas. Whereas before I made myself very small um, because I didn't want to get in their way sort of thing. So your mindset can can change anything in your whole life. And in terms of fitness, if you go in saying, I hate fitness, I hate exercise, this is horrible you're not going to enjoy it but if you go in with the mindset of this is good for me I enjoy this I enjoy the feeling of being strong or healthy or anything like that then you're going to enjoy it more and you're going to want to go more so really fitness uh, mindset comes into every aspect of your life and it can make huge changes brilliant and does so obviously said before about people pleasing um before you got to the managerial position and does that still come back to you from time to time where you feel like you feel the need to please people every now and again um just to continue getting that external validation or or is that completely gone now because I don't feel like it ever goes but I, I, I could be wrong yeah I mean it's very difficult to rewrite your life script Um, So when you are a child, you develop a life script that is written for your survival. So if you need to get uh, love and attention from your parents by people pleasing, that becomes part of your life script. And you can rewrite it as an adult, but it's hard because you can't literally read it like a book. You have to uncover everything slowly and do shadow work and stuff like this. Um, So whilst I would not say that I'm a people pleaser anymore I do still get triggered into it sometimes but my job is to then catch it and to notice when I'm doing it to notice that feeling come up and then kind of do some CBT on myself um cognitive behavioral therapy to to be like okay well why am I thinking this um is this helpful why am I triggered and kind of just have a little conversation with myself and be like, okay, well, now I've figured it out. I can chill. I can not need to do this and get out of the triggered state. Yeah, and I find it very interesting because obviously I read quite a lot now and um, I'm reading a book called 10 Times Happier by Owen O'Kane at the minute. I don't know if you've read that one. 
Um, no. But um, it's a very good read because it's very it's um, a very informative read and it, it's very easy to read as well. So, um, so basically, it sort of talks about what's sort of holding you back. Um, is there any mistakes in your life which you're sort of hanging on to without realizing and sort of looking back at them and not necessarily sort of eradicating them to a, to an extent? So not the sort of gone out, not gone out of your life, but they're they're they're, they're cut out of your life if you like. So like you've let let them sort of go, and um, and then using the process of moving forward where you start to go okay that's what i'm going to look at moving forward now to help me um let go of past mistakes and sort of live in the moment if you like and um use that to support yourself and use it as a vehicle to move yourself forward so using the past um is um so it's sort of saying basically the past you're not in the past now so like you're looking like the past is not going to help you determine your future in a sense um, is what I read from it. So you've sort of got to look at the past and go, okay, that happened. This, this has led to this point and this is how I'm going to move forward. So again, it's all about just sort of eradicating their mistakes and, and learning, using them as a learning experience to move forwards from. Um, is there, are there any mistakes maybe you've sort of thought you've made that you you feel like you, you've held on to and it's held you back at all? Or I mean, I've made plenty of mistakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who hasn't, all, really? Yeah. But I, I live with no regrets, and that is because I can go, okay, well, I'm happy with who I am. I'm happy with where I am. And if those things hadn't happened, I wouldn't be exactly here now. Um, And people find it bizarre and they don't believe me when I say I live with no regrets. But the thing is that I do learn. I always learn from my mistakes. I learn from my experiences. I learn from my connections with people. Um, I had a very toxic relationship with a narcissist for five years and you know, part of me could say, okay, well, I regret that. But actually, I don't because it was such a massive learning curve for me. Um, and it it did really change my life. But at the same time, there were things from that relationship that were still good. Like I learned a lot about computers. I learned a lot about science. Um, I swapped from doing a degree in chiropractic to doing human biology when if I wasn't in that relationship, I may have just dropped out of university completely. Wow. But there's always good things and there's always bad things. Um, and it, this is a mindset thing as well. It depends on how you want to look back at it. But I think part of the thing is um, if you are stuck in the past, that's what causes depression. And if you're stuck in the future, that's what causes anxiety. So it really is important to bring yourself to the present moment, appreciate what you have, and just use all of your resources, past, present, and future, to just learn and grow and develop yourself and your understanding of the world and humans and yourself. I love that in terms of looking at it like in that from that perspective and especially like the past with depression and the future with anxiety. And um, and for me, I, I'd I've, I can probably say I've never really struggled with that as such as as much as probably other people have. So, and I'm very like you in the sense of I don't really have no regrets. I use it as a learning experience. I've had an interesting year this year, to say the least, in some aspects. But I've moved house and I've I've like moved to a new location, and that brings its challenges. And you know, to a new job around new people, and for, for whatever reason, I came up here. It didn't quite work out, but. I've used it as a learning experience and used it to sort of um, push me forward, really. And like I said, live in the present, live in the moment. And I think another key thing that I've took from this year is wherever you are, be there. So if you're, if you, 
uh, at work, be there. If you get in the gym, be there. If you're going out for a drink with friends, be there. You know, don't be on your phone all the time. Yeah, we're going to get calls. We're going to get messages from people. It's going to happen. But can you just be there in that moment with that person or <clears throat> doing whatever um, is serving you the purpose at that time? And I think that's that's a massive thing, living in the present. So I'm glad you sort of spoke about that, really, because I don't think... How many people do you, Well, it's hard to put a number on it, but if there's, if there's a percentage, what percentage of people would you say actually live in the present? And I don't think it'd be a high percentage. Mm, no, very low percentage. <laughs> um, most people I know struggle with anxiety and a lot of them struggle with depression. And personally, I had both of those. Um, I don't anymore. Um, I do still get a bit anxious sometimes, but I've got a handle on it and I definitely don't have depression anymore. Um, but that came from shifting my mindset, from learning to love myself and just giving myself the energy and love that I needed. Um, but yeah, I would say a very low percentage of people live in the present moment. Um, it really, really helps to do meditation and practice mindfulness. Um I'd say that's the best tool to kind of bring yourself into the present moment and train your brain to be there. Um, I am a massive daydreamer and I know that I daydream all the time. I do. Yeah. And that's, that's probably my main problem is that I just away with the fairies all the time. But um, if I practice mindfulness, I can notice that I'm doing it and bring myself back and be like, whoops, I wasn't concentrating or <laughs> where am I? I've been driving for ages. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think um, I'm very, I'm a visual learner for that reason. Um, I'll still listen to podcasts and things like that. And I'll still take notes and l- little nuggets from it, which is brilliant. But I'm very visual. So I can see what's in front of me as opposed to hearing because I tend to switch off, not switch off all the time, but in little moments, I'll, I'll one thought will lead to another, and then before you know it, you, you, you sort of you've you've gone from the moment. And you need to come back into the moment, and mindfulness is something I need to practice a lot more of. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, yeah, it's it can be it can be very difficult, and it can be very challenging at times as well, especially when, like you said, you've got a lot going on in your life. But um, I'd encourage anyone now to um, try and give like I said, the mindfulness to go and um, try and try and live in the moment, even if that's just for half an hour or having a meal with someone, be there and be present in the moment because that's the key part of it for me. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if anyone says they don't have time, um, like especially my clients, I always tell them mindfulness doesn't have to be this thing that you sit down and do. It can literally be you look out the window for five minutes and you just look at the plants the trees the grass the birds and you listen and you actually pay attention to what you can hear and you kind of throw your hearing out as far as you can and see all the different things that you can hear and that is a very simple mindfulness exercise yeah and and it's a very good one and um a point on that that i'll make i listened to a podcast the other week and um it said um this uh there's there's some people that They'll look out the window and instead of seeing the sunrise, for example, they'll see the specks on the window. And I find it very interesting because that's a very interesting point on perspective, Mm -hmm. um, how people see life. Some people see it, like I said, the glass half full, some is half empty and things like that. And I think, again, so it's just looking looking for the positives sometimes. It don't always have to be positives. You can see negatives in things as well. But like I said, just making yourself aware of the situation, I think that's a brilliant exercise, what you just um, shared there. And I'll uh, I'll definitely start to give it a go more. But I think um, I think I naturally do anyway. I probably just don't realise I do. And I think a lot of other people are the same, especially if it's an office job or something mm. where it requires a lot of focus. It's good to sometimes just take a step back and have a look at what's around you, uh, what you've achieved and what you've done or like, what um what you can be grateful for today um i personally write down five things that i'm grateful for every day um even if it's the same things sometimes daily um i'll still write it down because i'm making myself aware that i am grateful for them things i'm pleased to have them in my life and um i wouldn't be where i am today without them things 
So that's another mm-hmm. good exercise to try as well. Yeah, I'd say that's probably the most important shift in mindset is to practice daily gratitude. <laughs> and I've had people say to me like, oh, I can't think of anything that I'm grateful for. And I'm like, really? <laughs> wow. um, why don't you just think of something really simple? Like I'm happy for a very comfortable bed or I'm happy for yeah, my dinner. Like there's always something to be grateful for. But if people are stuck in a really negative mindset, they can't see it. It's like being stuck in a foggy forest and you can't see the trees. You just need to clear the fog out and actually focus on the trees, which are the things that you're grateful for. And then if you practice it every day, the fog clears and you can just see it and you can see the forest. You can see all the trees every day. So that's probably the most important thing you can do is practicing daily gratitude. Absolutely. So going back to this and you obviously do a lot of this so i think i'll know i'll know the answer although i think that sometimes some people shock me so how often do you try to develop your mindset every day (laughs) that's the answer i thought it's a never-ending journey it's just ongoing forever if i learn something i'll be like oh that's cool how can i integrate that into my life recently i learned about sunlight and um how many lucks you need to kind of wake yourself up and how many days it takes to start a new or shift your circadian rhythm. And I'm like, hmm, maybe I can try and implement this to shift my gym routine to the morning. It hasn't worked so far, but (laughs) (laughs) all the time I'm doing stuff to try and develop myself and my mindset and my happiness. And yeah, it never stops. That's interesting, though, because I think I saw a similar sort of thing on Instagram the other day where I think someone shared it. Um, might have been Phil, who's on the last podcast, actually. Um, and it's it's the amount of light it takes to wake you up. Like, mm-hmm. a certain amount of light to sort of, a certain amount of darkness to sort of go to sleep and then a certain amount of light to wake up. Um, and I, I need to look more into it um, because hopefully, like you said, it, 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 I mean, it supports me a bit more waking up I mean I wake up at five usually anyway like not always but a majority of the time so um yeah but um it's like I said even if it's not works it's a process and it's about trusting that process isn't it daily and I think a lot of people that it's them sort of eternal goals isn't it where they're looking like yeah I want to get here and I was speaking to this uh about this with someone the other day and uh, they were saying oh um yeah one of my good friends and um she was saying look oh yeah i want to go here now i want to go here and it's sort of never-ending goals that you want to set yourself and uh, and we both had the discussion of and we came to the conclusion of well you're never gonna if you yeah it's great to set goals but you're never going to be fully happy in terms of achieving goals because once you get it's human nature once you achieve one you want to get another and um, again it's about doing the mindset daily for your own happiness as well as you've got like working towards goals as well Um, how important would you say that is working towards happiness as well as your goals I mean everyone wants to work towards happiness that's the main thing that everyone wants in life um if people want money it's because they think they can buy happiness if people want a relationship it's because they think it will make them happy like that's all anyone wants is happiness um you can't be happy all the time and that's part of the reason we have this toxic positivity culture is that people say don't be sad be awesome instead like (laughs) um like bunny stinson would say um but then it's it's just not possible to be happy all the time and there is nothing wrong with being sad and there is nothing wrong with being angry these are just emotions um but yeah it's people that want to work towards a goal that's a really good thing um but the important thing is to enjoy the journey and be happy along the journey because what people get stuck in is saying i will be happy when when and then they get to it and they're still not happy But then even if they're like, okay, this thing in the past would have made them happy, then they get to it and they're like, oh, but no, I need this other thing and then I'll be happy. What you want to do is cultivate happiness now in whatever state you're in with whatever goals you have and just take that with you wherever you go. 
once you have inner happiness and inner peace, you literally take that wherever in the world, any time in your life, you will be happy. But you have to cultivate it within you because happiness is not external to you. It's just not. So you want to get that thing, fine. But you want to be happy, you have to be happy inside. That thing won't make you happy. 100%. And there's a common theme across these uh, podcasts that I record. And uh, and it's that. It's enjoying the journey, enjoying now. It's going, like you said, going back, going and, um, going and enjoying the present. You know, not focusing on the past or the future, just enjoying the present moment and enjoying the journey. And a lot of people will say, they'll, they'll, um, I don't know, a few people with quite a big sum of money probably to hide in their banks, but they'll say they enjoyed the process. Uh, I'll, I'll say what's the best part probably about having having that money or having that freedom, and they'll go, the journey that's made me who I am now mm. and it's and it's such a powerful thing and that that makes me realize then to step back and go yeah do you know what I've come with so I'm doing well but how much did I enjoy the days and I I, I have enjoyed them but have I been present every single day no and is it possible to me probably not to be honest because you might naturally wouldn't but you can enjoy the process more than you think you can you know, the extra weights in the gym, and that switch on, oh, I'm not having a chocolate bar tonight, I'll have a, a protein yogurt or whatever it might be, or a protein shake. And little things like that can make a big, big difference. So I'm going to read a book tonight instead of going and watching TV and then going to bed. I'll read a book before, um, or 10 pages of a book every morning, whatever it might be, or listen to a podcast. It, it helps you, you know, and um, that's what I, what's that's what I'm enjoying at the minute, the journey, the process of it, helping people with the nutrition, helping people with the mindset, supporting people daily through my, through my work as well, which is like football coaching, PE teaching, and I love it. Um, so many positive things to take into it, but enjoying the journey is a, a key part of it. So you've alluded to some of these um, things already. But what do you do to develop your mindset? Um, <coughs> I think the main thing that I do is noticing when I'm triggered. Um, so I, I said that I practice daily gratitude and mindfulness and meditation. Don't do meditation as much as I should, um, but that's a very good tool to have. Um but I think because of where I am now, the main thing is is noticing when I'm triggered. So um, I mentioned attachment styles before, and I used to have an anxious attachment style, and I've worked really hard on, on healing that. Um, but I still, with relation to other people, can get triggered into that anxious thought pattern. And then it's my job to um, to catch it, to challenge it, to release it to reassure myself um so for me that's one of the the biggest things currently that that I work on daily if I'm triggered um but yeah other than that I think with the gym as well as one of my main things at the moment is is working on choosing healthy food uh not being lazy <laughs> with my food yeah. um because it's very easy to go oh i don't have time i'll just get a ready meal or because i'm such a busy person just just having like a lot of takeaways or cheap meals um and then also going to the gym and not being lazy with that but i seem to have shifted into this more motivated person right now um which is good so that's that's becoming easier but I will say to people, anyone that is trying to become the best version of themselves, you want to envision what that looks like down to your daily routine, um, the friends you have, the sort of day that you have, um, the sort of activities you do, what you look like, what you feel like, and then embody that energy. So it's not like I'm working towards becoming this person. It's I am this person and you become them straight away and you borrow the energy from the future 
and you just you take it on and become that persona and become that person and that's how you will achieve getting there wow that's interesting borrowing um, energy from your future self that's i never mm-hmm. even looked at that because obviously you don't you do think about the future but not in that context about bringing you don't think about bringing the future into the past uh, into the past into the present sorry mm-hmm. um and that's an interesting concept to sort of get your head around really isn't it so um again like you said um in terms of how you fuel your body and how you support yourself again it's just it just comes down to enjoying that process like you said be that person now you know and be the person now that your future self will thank you for you know and um things like that and i think that's an important quote to sort of bring alongside it be the person now and see the person you'll be in the future you know um i think that'll be that's the key message that i've taken away from that um and i think it's an important one for people out there as well to enjoy the now be present be there you know live in the moment and i think it's i think it's a key key part of it as well and i think a lot of people will take photos of things and people go oh take a photo again and i'm like but you know what? They want to enjoy that moment. They want they want to look back on it, and that's absolutely fine. You know, some people prefer just to live in the moment without a photo, and that's fine too. You know, I think I mean, it's got to be a combination of both. Sometimes, um, some people like to document the journey. I think that's the key thing to do for me to see your progress. <coughs> Excuse me, um, but I think it's also important to sometimes look back as well um and then like i said help it because it helps shape your future essentially um by looking back to see where you are now bring your future self into that and then push push yourself forward so um so one sort of uh final question from me would be what advice would you give to someone looking to develop their mindset further um practice daily gratitude have um an affirmation every day that you say that's the same um this is like the easiest way to reprogram your subconscious is to say out loud and write down one positive affirmation that is going to help you get to where you want to be so when i did this um, when i started my personal development journey it was i am worthy of love and respect and i'd say that morning and night and it felt really uncomfortable because i didn't believe it and then over time after a couple weeks it just became normal and then after another week it became very empowering and i was like oh yeah actually i am why didn't i think i was before so i always say this to my clients best way to reprogram your subconscious to shift your mindset is to do positive affirmations um and then yeah like i said borrowing the energy from your future self will help you make decisions now that are going to benefit you to get you to where you want to be so if for example i was like i want to eat pizza for dinner and then i go but what would she do what would future me do she probably wouldn't eat pizza because i already had something bad this week or you know, something like that. So I want to drink a hot chocolate, but what would she do? She would probably have like a herbal tea. (laughs) So it just helps you make decisions. Like what would they do? Because I am them. So I'm going to make the same decision as that person. So that's how you can borrow the energy from the future and shift your mindset into being and becoming the person you want to be. That's amazing. Um, And I love that. Like I said, that, that borrowing from your future self, I'm definitely going to take that in and uh, and use that moving forward. Um, so just one question now, and I've not I've not sort of um, spoken to you about this one, but what three? What are the three things you do to live a to help you live the happiest life possible? So if there's three things that you do said like there's non-negotiables that you do to live a happier life what what are they the main one is that i love myself um because coming from because i'm 30 years old now and i live 27 years of hating myself and i was never ever ever happy 
And now that I've learned to love myself, I am happy. And I didn't even know that it was possible to feel like this. And that's kind of sad. Like I feel sad for my past self sometimes. And I just have so much compassion for her because she lived in such a such a way that she was just miserable all the time. So if you want to be happy, you have to learn to love yourself and not just say, I love myself, but actually feel it, actually take it into your subconscious and understand that, you know, we look like adults, but we are children that have just grown up. And would you ever be so horrible to a little child? No, you would love them. You would show them compassion, respect. You would teach them. You would help them grow. So if you can treat yourself like you would if you were younger, like you would if you were like five years old or seven years old or something, then you're going to show yourself the compassion and love that you should be because everybody needs that. Um, The other thing is that, you know, we don't get to choose our parents. We don't get to choose the environment we grow up in. But you can choose to be the parent that you need now. Um, and that will give you everything you need so you don't have to rely on anything external. Your happiness will come from you, from within you. Um, and to also know that change is inevitable. We can't avoid it. And if anything is true in this life, it's that everything is impermanent. So if you embrace that, if you are able to let things go, to move with the tide and the changes, then you'll be able to take the happiness wherever you go and and it won't be so changed. It will be more stable. It won't be so much up and downs in relation to what's going on outside you and around you. So those are the main things. Yeah, so one, love yourself. Two, sort of you can't change your environment, you sort of change your perception on it. And three, again, change is inevitable. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I picked up from it. And that's that's incredible, especially the last one, change is inevitable. Um, I think that's it, it's going to happen, you know, and um, things are going to change and things are, you, you are going to have to adapt to things. And especially, like I said, it can relate to the environment a lot where, yeah, you can't necessarily always change the environment, but you can change your perception on it and think, okay, how can we do this differently? Um, and what can we do to make this better? And how would this then help the environment moving forward as well? So, again, and in the present as well, I talk a lot about moving forward, but it's important to sort it now in the present so that when you're in the future, like you said, what will my future self do? I want to do this because then this will help move, this will help in the present and moving forward. Um, so, those are pretty much all my questions. Um, apologies. Uh, for coughing every now and again um <laughs> but a, a massive thanks luna for coming on to the podcast because um you've certainly provided so much value and uh, i'm sure you will to the listeners as well um because you've looked at it from a physiological sense and sort of like a spiritual sense as well and that's something that i'm trying to discover a lot more of and finding really interesting looking into so um and again sort of like how 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 it supports your mindset so that's certainly something that i'll take away (coughs) sorry oh my word um so um thank you so much for that so would you just like to tell people about your page and um sort of talk about that really and how it can help them where they can go because i'm sure they'd love to see it yeah so i have uh instagram tiktok and facebook um all under the same name of luna calm coaching calm with the k and um i provide content that will help people with anxiety body image confidence self-love um and just general mental health um and yeah i think people will find it valuable um and you know i'm always there if people need me if you want to dm me at any point that is also an option yeah, that's brilliant. And uh, obviously, I know I DM'd you, I reached out to you um, and uh, spoke to you about coming onto the podcast um, for the for all the brilliant content you're putting on, both on your fitness page and your uh, your mindset page. So um, it's definitely definitely worth following and Luna's very approachable. And um, I don't think it, it would be valuable, I know. Um, so 
definitely worth worth following. I'll put it in the description as well. So, yeah, again, thank you so much, Luna, for um, giving up your time tonight and um, and sort of providing so much value uh, because I'm sure people would take a lot from this and it's something um, slightly different and um, something, but something that they can use to take forward as well. But remembering, whilst remembering to live in the present. So, um, honestly, yeah, thanks a lot because um, it'll be really useful. And I'm looking forward to um, to catching up with you again some point soon and to continue moving forward. Hopefully, like I said, you'll look again at the podcast soon. And uh, I think that'll be a really good listen as well. So, yeah, look forward to it. Oh, thank you for having me. No worries at all. You take care. You too. Bye. Bye. Wow, what a fantastic episode that was. Um, So, so insightful and so much information I've certainly took from the podcast and I hope you have too and we hope you have too at Ready, Set, Mind. So, again, a massive thank you to Luna for coming on to the podcast and giving up your time to um, to support it and um, provide so much value. So, again, thank you to all you wonderful people that listen to us on a weekly basis and um, provide us with your feedback it really does mean a lot to us and again any feedback you want to provide then please let us know um, and we're always more than happy to accept um, the feedback and try to um, use it to move the business forward really and move uh, the podcast forward as much as possible and help you move your life forward as well uh, your lives forward as well so again um big thank you for that and um the community uh chat is coming along soon it will happen at some point so it will probably be around the new year now um which is exciting and it will be a great launch as well so again just um keep in the loop with that and make sure if you're not following us on social media already then please do it's at ready set mind set is in capitals and again we're looking to uh venture out on as many platforms as we can but keeping the with the aim of keeping it quality as well so again thank you for listening if you could leave us a review on spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to this, then that would be greatly appreciated too. It just gets the podcast out there and hopefully it can help as many people as possible. Or if you know of any guests as well, then please feel free to come forward and let us know um, if you think anyone would be great to bring on to the show. So thanks once again, guys. Take care and we'll see you soon for another episode on the Ready, Set, Mind podcast.